My name is Jamie Atkinson, founder of podcastclosing.com, and this show is built for six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts who are looking to grow and scale their customer acquisition using that show. If you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast and you want to get featured on this show to talk about your own podcast journey, go to top100interview.com. Now over to your glamorous host, Brittany Chaterbock, and don't forget to subscribe for daily interview content. Hello, everybody. We're back on the show. Um, Super exciting guest coming on the show today, Annika Jackson. She's the founder of Your Brand Amplified and also the host of Your Brand Amplified podcast. Um, What she does is strategic communications um, professional with professionals focused on helping brands and entrepreneurs empower, celebrate, and amplify their impact in the world. She also is a professor at USC and Annenberg teaching PR, branding, and digital marketing to graduate students. So she's got a lot under her belt, you guys. It's <laughs> going to be a really exciting conversation. Welcome to the show, Annika. How's it going? Good. Thank you, Brittany. I really appreciate being here today. <laughs> Absolutely. So really exciting conversation ahead of us. I mean, there's going to be so many takeaways and wins. Um, But before we really dive into any of our topics, would you mind taking us back to, you know, a little bit of your story? How did you get to where you are? (laughs) Oh my gosh. Well, it's probably too long for this podcast. So I'll try to condense. (laughs) Okay. One thing thing that I always say is I look at PR and all the work through the lens of marketing I've, I live in Los Angeles now, but I've lived in Kansas, Kansas City, Chicago, Los Angeles, San Francisco, and Houston. So I've worked in different roles in each of those cities. And all of that has given me a, a lot of experience um, over many areas. So I started out in Kansas and Kansas City promoting clubs and DJs and events, you know, the kind of the lifestyle, the fun stuff that you do when you're first starting to get into you know, college and club life and all of that. But I quickly parlayed that into moving to Chicago where I still worked in nightclubs, but then I started working for a marketing agency called KBA Marketing on brands like Smirnoff, Audi, and Camel. So lived there, was tired of the Chicago cold, decided to come to LA where my sister was and got into magazines. And so I did a little bit of everything, worked in magazine publishers, worked for Raygun Media in LA, uh, circulation, subscriptions, B2B, B2C programs, doing a lot of consumer events. And that turned into a role in San Francisco, launching a music magazine. So tying in all of the things I'd done in the past. And I was the launch marketing manager for Revolution, which was a music magazine that came with a CD every month, planned a six-week summer tour, tour bus, DJs, you know, Im- implemented uh, activations for our advertisers in each of those cities. It was really exciting and fun. And then moved to another magazine at the same company, which was official Xbox magazine when Xbox first came out and did the same thing. So I've had my hands in a lot of different pots and I worked with publicists at the time, but I was more on the marketing side. And I realized that I wanted to learn that side of things too. So that's when I got into PR, started my own agency with a friend. We did events and uh, PR integrations for businesses in Los Angeles. Incredible. I mean, your journey, like really, and living all the different area, <laughs> all the different areas that you did, like, wow, this is incredible. So touch on where you're at today. Maybe talk about a little bit about, you know, your services exactly. And I mean, how do you deliver them? Yeah, well, thank you. 
So today I have your brand amplified. We were originally called Annika PR because it was nice, simple, starts with an A. So thinking about branding and <laughs> what names are going to show up first. And then I quickly realized that we couldn't just offer PR without having other services. So we started taking our clients through a process where we start with the branding. We make sure that they have all their branding, their messaging, that they really know who they are as a company, that they have their customer personas locked in, that we've done a SWOT analysis, because then we can turn that into marketing messages and into the PR story and what we're going to share to journalists. So we always start with that. If a client needs a website, we've had many clients come to us, don't even have a website or logo. So they're very early stage entrepreneurs. Um, so that's a lot of what we work with. A lot of entrepreneurs, startups, small businesses, women entrepreneurs, minority entrepreneurs, and actually nonprofits as well. Um, and it's something where I see like the fact that I have experience in so many things and I've been able to build a team of experts has helped us be able to be agile and say, okay, you know what, right now, before you do marketing, we really need to make sure that you have your social media lined up, that you have your website together, because we know that not only are consumers and potential donors or funders going to look, but journalists are also going to look at those materials to make sure that when we're pitching somebody that they are legit, that they have a company and that right. they are the expert that we're saying that they are. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. Well, what you guys do is incredible. And, um, I mean, you have a team of experts, you're working with amazing people as well. And um, that's huge. So, you know, let's jump into the topic because I think you can add a lot of value to it hmm. in regards to, you know, branding before building. Yep. I think that goes back to what I was just talking about. So many times people are like, I have a business idea. I'm going to start a business, but they haven't yeah. put that thought into you know, niching down to their ideal client and customer persona, which is really important. I mean, honestly, it's some, I use the same tactics for my own business and for my own self that I use for my clients, because I know if I'm not getting the right message out about what we offer, how we offer it and what we're solving for them, I'm not going to get, be getting clients either. <laughs> so, so that's a lot of the work we do and you have to build your brand. Um, so a lot of, you know, coming on podcasts is a fantastic way to build brand, especially with everything is showing that podcasts are just going to become more and more important as the years go on. So I, I look at, you know, brand, brand, building my brand through all the different experiences I've had through um, podcasting, writing articles, thought leadership, everything that I can do to get my name out there, because I know that will benefit my company, my team. And that will be able to do even better work for our clients. So that's kind of the philosophy is make sure that you have your brand identity pretty solid before you go into and just jump into building, building, building. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's absolutely so important to really get crystal clear on that niche um, or that niche and the customers that you you want to work with and that would be a fit to work with. And if you would be a fit with them, like getting really clear on that instead of just, you know, working with just anyone or, you know, it just will change the success in your business. Absolutely. Yeah. Really and, narrowing and it, it down. Yeah. And even an example is um, this semester, one of the classes I taught is branding and public relations. So part of the coursework is the students had to choose a brand that they were going to talk about, they were going to share their history, mission, vision, values, customer personas, survey questions. They would ask those customers about the brand and what, you know, to really hone in on why they were the right product for those customers. 
and then turn that into a marketing and PR campaign. And this time around, I, since they're graduate students, a lot of them don't have jobs. They might be doing internships. They're not really sure what they want to do next. So I encourage many of them to use their own brand as a case study instead of choosing an external brand. And it was really, really fascinating to see what they came up with because it helped I, I'm hoping, and it seems like it's going to help them understand who is going to hire them and how they're right. going to position themselves to that person. So it's the same concept. Absolutely. Yeah. This is awesome. Like, I, I think that's such a great topic to talk about because um, so many people, so many entrepreneurs and or students or whoever it is struggle with understanding that, right? And how yeah. important it, it really is. It really is. <laughs> so Let's jump into, um, you know, the topic, believing, believing in your, in your own hype. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And this still, this still goes back to that initial philosophy of branding before building as well. It's, it's the next extension. You have to really understand who you are so that you feel confident or that you, you really understand your product market fit. You understand who's going to be buying your product. And then you need to believe your hype. You need to believe in yourself and what you're doing so much that you know that you're the only person who has this solution, right? A lot of other people might have similar products, but you have a unique solution and a unique value proposition that you're offering to your ideal client or customer, consumer, depending on what kind of business you have. And so I think it's something we all struggle with. I I still struggle with this. you know, we get, we look at what everybody else is doing on social media, or we get all the emails with all of the courses that other people are teaching and things that other people mm-hmm. are doing. And it can sometimes get discouraging and sometimes make us wonder, like, are we doing the right thing? Is this where, where I'm supposed to be? But if it's where your passion and skills meet, and this is what you want to pursue, then you have to believe in your own hype. Even when you don't feel like it, you just have to believe in it so that then you get those customers in, you get your message out to the world, you get that first win because that'll equal a lot more wins down the road. Absolutely. Yeah. Believing, you know, having that confidence behind what you have to offer and believing in it. And, and yes, there's going to be that competition, but like there's always competition, right? And right. why is yours, why is yours going to be the right solution for that person? And that like ties back into like knowing who you're working with and, um, narrowing that down. Right. So, um, absolutely agree with that hundred percent. And now with marketing, why is marketing more important than ever? And I mean, can we also touch on, you know, how it's, it's not a sprint and how it's really a marathon. Yeah. It's, I mean, even taking podcasting, when I started podcasting, I didn't look at it as, I didn't even really think about it as a sales tool honestly, which I'm a marketer. (laughs) So it's kind of funny to say that, but I had a radio show and a Facebook live show in Houston from 2017 to about 2019 when I moved back to Los Angeles. And then a a client asked me to start podcasting for their brand. And so I did. And then I realized I'm putting all this time and effort into their podcast. I should be doing this for mine because I wanted to offer a service. I wanted to offer content to people who were starting out and needed to just get tips about marketing, branding, PR from other entrepreneurs. 
but it's been a journey of about two years now. And I only really started taking it seriously in the past six months as, oh, wait, I'm offering all this content, but I can monetize this. I can use this right. as a sales tool. I can also like every time that somebody comes on my show, that's business development, right? It's a, it's a new connection that I wouldn't have made otherwise that they can refer people to me. I can refer people to them. So it's really beautiful to see how even if I've been in the industry for so long, but even I wasn't looking at a tool such as podcasts as something that I, in the way that I should have been. So I had to reframe my own mind and intentions. And now the podcast is getting lots of downloads. It's ranking. It's, you know, it's really growing, which is really beautiful. And now I'm at that step of like, okay, what do I do with it next? But that's one thing. What's where the next see, step? Yeah. yeah. It's been a journey. It's been a two-year journey. So it's not been a sprint. It wasn't fast. Um, and I didn't set it up to be that way now. Right. Do and with clients, I mean, we do have clients that come in and we're, we get them huge press right away. We have a client who's a, in gardening and we got them in the Washington Post, I think week one, we got them in Martha wow. Stewart Living right away, multiple times now, Real Simple, all these other publications. And this is where marketing is more important than ever. And people have to understand how PR and marketing are really part of the same integrated cycle now. You know, it used to be kind okay. of like church and state, but now all we're doing with this client is, all we're doing, all we're doing is PR, but we've grown their traffic to their website by 243%. We did that in one month. They had 30 inbound requests for services based on only one of the articles that they got. So there's a lot you can do. And this just shows the power of making sure that you have those things in place because they will grow your business. And especially as people are looking at this time of recession, are we in one? Are we going into one? People often cut their marketing budgets first, but if you want to stand out in the crowd, and you want to show how you're different, you can't cut your marketing budgets. You have to put money into whether it's digital advertising and marketing, whether it's into getting doing PR strategies, because that PR content, not only now do you have an article that you're quoted in, so it's showing you as a subject matter expert, but you link it to your website, which creates SEO and backlinks to your website. Then you also take the content and you share it on social media. So that one article helps with everything else in your marketing cycle, which is why a lot of times when people come to us and say, oh, we want to do this or that, I'll, you know, yes, we want to do the branding part first, make sure they have that solid or at least enough for us to have something to work with. But then I always encourage people to look at PR because I can show the value of what a good article can do directly. Absolutely. Oh, this is incredible. And, and you mentioned monetizing. Like, so what, how do you go about monetizing your podcast at the moment now yeah, that well, you kind of considered it and you're like, oh, wait a second, this is a great way to leverage. I've been doing a little bit with, um, you know, getting um, advertising, advertising dollars in. I'm working with sponsorship stuff now. So getting all that package, those packages together to think about how I can create a more robust platform where somebody might sponsor and come on as a guest and get advertisements. And then also in my newsletter and my social. So it kind of extends over, you know, past the podcast. Um, I have developed a program that I kind of launched two years ago, had a few people go through it to test it. Uh, yeah had to put it on the shelf because I was too busy doing my other jobs. Um, and I'm bringing it back now because I realized like, especially as we're looking at 
the unknown of this upcoming year and all the things we've gone through over the past few years, if I can offer value, you know, through the podcast and then through an online program where people can really hone in on their branding, then create marketing and PR messages out of that. And they don't have to spend a lot of money hiring somebody on a retainer. Now I'm not trying to take business away from myself or other people, but I want them to have that solid foundation for themselves and be armed to choose what they want to do with it. So now I'm right. turning the podcast into a way to market that program, the brand amplifier. And then I'm also partnering with my guests. So saying, Hey, what kind of programs do you have? Do you have an affiliate program that you're offering something that my company doesn't offer? Let's partner. Let me share your tools with my clients and with my email list and my community. And in return, if you have clients who, you know, you don't offer PR, if you need PR services for some of your clients, exactly. Or for the brand amplifier, I'm happy to share affiliate links so that people can make money off of it. Cause it's, we all have to help each other, right? There's enough exactly. out there for, for all of us. And it's so much more joyful when you find really great people that you want to work with um, and you can figure out how to make it work for everybody. I love this. Yeah. And it's incredible having a podcast, like you mentioned earlier, the connections you meet and the networks you open up to, or like that you can, you would never have any other way without a podcast, like the connections all over the world. Um, I mean, and it's almost like, it's just like when you get a guest on, then you're, you're, you know, they're getting into your network, you're getting into theirs. Um, it's like a snowball effect. Then there comes referrals and, and like, maybe you can help them out with something in regards to your business that you have to offer helping them with a pain point of some sort, or maybe they can, maybe, you know, someone who comes on the show later down the road that needs help in an area that you had a guest cover way yeah. before and you can, you know, cross sell them. So, um, incredible like opportunity and doors that open just by having a podcast. I, I honestly think every entrepreneur needs one really I do too. Yeah, I know. And that's right. what I love about your platform and everything that you do to put knowledge and goodness out to everybody, to the community. Thank you. Yeah. And it's, it's amazing. Like, you know, I don't think like anyone will have connections. Any entrepreneur would have the connections that they can get just by having a podcast and, you know, having a podcast and having something, a service, a product to sell, like really using that podcast to leverage is amazing, amazing, amazing. So love it. So tell (laughs) us a little bit more about, you know, and just because our listeners are also entrepreneurs, a lot Mm -hmm. of them have podcasts of their own. Um, Now, any of the pain points or challenges that you have come across in regards to your podcast, because um, I'm sure it would be relatable to anyone listening. And we know it's, you know, it's it's pretty easy once they get the hang of it, but there are some challenges that people face, right? Yeah. Well, I have the advantage of my partner is a filmmaker. So, and he makes his living primarily now. I mean, he's done everything um, primarily in the documentary world from director, producer, writer, camera, all of the stuff, but he makes his bread and butter editing. So right away, (laughs) I had in my toolbox. Um, He created commercial videos for me, for my company. When we first launched, you know, relaunched the company, Um, he helped me pick out the music. He helped edit um, the intro, the outro, all of that stuff and made it really easy for me to jump into so much easier than, because I know there are a lot of companies out there who do this, right. Um, who offer the services to edit, 
to put it out there, but you have to make sure you're getting to the right ones. Um, and then now I have a great person on my team who's really good at editing the video. So we've started, we weren't using the video at first. I was just using it to see my guests, but I was like, we're missing a huge opportunity here because we can repurpose that content for social media shares, um, for YouTube and for all the, you know, Spotify video podcasts and all the other platforms that are now coming out with Pinterest TV, like all the different platforms that now want that video content. So I love that. It's sometimes hard to find those people though. Um, so I'll say I was really lucky to find them right away. Um, but it did take me a while again to find my way and figure out like, Oh, this is something I'm really passionate about. And I want to put, invest more time and resources into growing my podcast platform so that I can do more good so that I can make money on it, which I can then funnel back into everything else I'm doing. Um, right. Invest more in the business. Yeah. So I think, I think that's it. Like initially it's a, it's an investment. You have to be willing to put in the time and the money to growing your show and into using the tools that will help them grow. Um, I get emails multiple times a day now with people like, Hey, we want to help you do this or that. Like things that some of the techniques we're already using, some we aren't yet, but it's, you know, it's becoming a whole industry. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's, it's huge. It's huge. So Based on where you are today, say you wanted to double uh, your profit and revenue within the business, what are some changes or maybe what are some new challenges that, you know, to get to that next level that you might experience? Gosh, I, I think it's the same thing that a lot of people face when you are an entrepreneur, uh, especially if you're self-funded, bootstrapped like myself, mm-hmm. you're mm-hmm. investing in a team, you're building a team whether or not, you know, the money's going to be coming in and you have people who want to come in as clients, but sometimes their timelines or their amount of money that they can spend shifts and it may or may not meet your budgets. So that is probably the biggest issue or, you know, that I've seen in my years of business is how do you maintain that consistency? And that's where I, again, I see podcasting as an area where I can continue to grow I can now get sponsored, you know, something I hadn't, again, I didn't pursue before sponsorships. So finding the right people to partner with, to get sponsors and bring in revenue and then use it as a tool and use those connections. So that's been my saving grace when I've been like, oh my gosh, how am I going to pay the team this month? Because these clients that said they were going to come in have said, oh no, we're not going to start until January now, or they're not going to start till, Mm -hmm. you know, next quarter or whatever the timing is. Um, and so and I that think happens, that, yeah. yeah, it happens. And it's, um, especially I think when you work with startups and small businesses like I do. So, right. Yeah. I, I, that's definitely something very relatable to our listeners because that is something that happens. I think with, I think with a, a lot of, a lot of entrepreneurs, if not all of them have gone through it. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, absolutely. There's so many different ways of, you know, going ahead and making, um, or driving that revenue from the podcast, you know, even just by doing interviews with say uh, a dream guest of yours or a partner yeah. that you want to partner up with. And, you know, after the interview kind of seeing, Hey, you know, like after we talked about these challenges, you know, I actually think I might be able to help you, or I know someone that mm-hmm. can, and then you can, you know, there's just so many different options. So uh, l- I love the idea of using the podcast to, to, you know, grow the business, book more mm-hmm. sales calls and honestly just <laughs> connect with the right people. So 
Yeah. So tell me a little bit about your focus in 2023. Is it just, you know, what's that next step? What's that next level? Is there anything else that you have a big desire for or? Oh gosh, 2023. I am just going to continue growing the podcast. I'm relaunching the brand amplifier. It used to be called PR incubator. And then I realized it really, that was underselling it, right? Cause it's really about building your brand then using that to turn into your ideal marketing and PR messages. So we walk through the same things that we do with clients. Uh, and that's even if somebody's coming in whatever level of client, even if we're not handling their social media or their SEO, we always do those audits and we give them to them just as a nice to have, because we want to make sure that they're putting their best foot forward or whoever they're working with on those things. If it's not us has these tools and resources because we, we've already invested in platforms to get this information. And we have the team that's really good at analyzing this stuff. So I want to really grow and the brand amplifier program. I want to do spend a lot of time doing that, helping small businesses and entrepreneurs. I have the desire to write a couple of books. One, I want to take the best advice from all of my podcast episodes and guests and distill it so that if somebody can't listen to the, you know, hundred odd episodes that we have, they can still get the information they need um, in bite-sized chunks and nice. growing clients. I'm, I'm being pretty picky about our retainer clients. I really want to work with people that I know I can partner with. I don't just want to be an agency they hire. You know, I want to make sure that we're invested in each other and that I can maximize what I can do for them. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. I, and I think being picky is, is, is the way to go um, and getting to that next level. And, you know, I know we work with a lot of people who really just need to narrow uh, and we help them narrow it down and get really crystal clear and, and picky on who it is they want to work with and partner with. And honestly, it makes all the difference in the business moving forward. So uh, you're definitely, I think that's a, that's an amazing um, thing that you're about to, you know, work on and everything and the books. That's exciting. I'm excited to, you know, read these books and everything. So, I mean, the things you've done is are absolutely incredible. And like being a professor and, you know, owning that, owning the agency and, 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 um, having the podcast and everything like that, you're so busy and I'm so driven. So it's incredible. Oh, thank you. I appreciate absolutely. that. I I love what I do. And I think when you love what you do, it doesn't seem that busy, right? <laughs> right. When you're passionate about it, it's, it's not, it's almost like you're not working. You're, you're living yeah. for your passion, right? So, yeah, exactly. and it makes all the difference. So Annika, this has been absolutely amazing. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to come on my show um, and share this valuable insight with myself and my listeners. Uh, absolutely incredible. And I think the topics that we covered are so relatable and that's exactly what I'm looking for. So <laughs> I just want to thank you again. It was an absolute pleasure having you on. But if anyone's looking to connect with you and the services you have to offer, what would be the best way to go ahead and reach out to you? Mm, thank you so much, Brittany. It's been a pleasure being here. Uh, I have a few different ways. Amplify with Annika is my social media and all socials, as well as your brand Amplified. And you can also find me on LinkedIn under Annika Jackson or yourbrandamplified.co is our website where you can learn more, see a little bit about my team, see some of our case studies, um, some of our news profiles and listen to the podcast. Incredible. Well, thank you so much, Annika. And thank group, you. if you're- mm -hmm. 
You betcha. And group, if you're listening and enjoyed, please like and subscribe. If you're a six-figure entrepreneur or higher and want to come on just like our lovely Annika Jackson did today to share your story, talk about the podcast, talk about your journey, talk about your business, please go to top100interview.com. We would love to have you on as well. Thanks, you guys. Catch you on the next one. Hey everyone, I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free. One, check out my video on how we're building a pipeline that produces 30 plus prime sales calls every single week using podcast setters and a basic interview funnel. And this is actually how I was able to quit social media forever. You can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash setters. Two, if you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast, we actually want to interview you on one of our top 100 shows. Head to top100interview.com and then three, download our podcast closing formula. It shows you how to create a podcast sales team that books out your sales calendar each week using the podcast closing client attraction method. And you can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash podcast formula. Now at podcastclosing.com, we help six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts create a system for predictable client acquisition without relying on paid advertising or social media by building out podcast sales teams. Now, if you want help turning your podcast into a high ticket client acquisition machine, then book a call with our team to see how we can help. Go to podcastrebels.com forward slash chat. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next interview.